and welcome to another episode of Lex Education, the comedy science podcast where comedian me, Laura, the one and only Lex, tries to learn science from her brother. Hello, Ron. Hello, I'm Ron. Ron, Ron while I was saying that, I noticed that my honeysuckle is in bloom. Mm. That's the one climbing up the wall. Oh, very nice. It's outside. Yeah. Ah, ah, like most plants. A lot of plants. Are a lot of plants outside. are outside. How are you, Ron? Yep. Yeah. Yep. How are you, Laura? Do you know what, Ron? Parenting is very difficult. Mm. Yeah, I, know, I'm in... I see you struggling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am really struggling with it. It's very harder than I could possibly have imagined for reasons I don't fully understand why they're hard. Like, none of it's a surprise. Um, And it's not like parents haven't banged on since the dawn of time about how tiring and exhausting it is. But then somehow, it's still sort of surprising. Yeah. (laughs) It's weird. I think it's because it's actually happening to you now, rather than you hearing about someone else. Yeah. So it feels a bit different, doesn't it? I think it's that there is no respite from it. So Tom's been away for 10 days. And so every waking moment of her day requires me. And she's at an age where she can't do anything well at all. She's quite incompetent. Oh, my God. It's so annoying. So I'm just required. And it is what I want. But it's a lot. Mm. Yeah. So that's where I am. It's not what I want. No, you don't want kids, do you? No, especially not now. I thought you were going to say especially not yours. (laughs) You bastard. Um, Anyway, you can't have her. She's mine. Um, Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode. Um, It's biology week. Whoop, whoop. Mm. Look, I know you don't want to talk about your personal life, but you have to talk about something. You can't be monosyllabic. Biology. We talk about bioenergetics and uh, that's about it. We cover very little content. I'm confused with this episode because the next biology that we do is kind of the same but worse. And so I can't remember what's in this one now because I can only remember that's the last one we did. not so different to any other episode. No, that's true. Um, I was but very mean to you in the last record. You were horrible. Yeah. But thank God for the surprise breakout that yeah. we had three times. Anyway, um, listen, exciting news. There are now two Lex Education live shows happening in 2023. Um, They both went on sale last week. We released them to the fabulous patrons first. Um, So the one in Balham on the 5th of November only has two tickets remaining at the time we're recording this. So if you're listening now and this is news to you, if you don't follow us on social media, that's fine and dandy. Stay off social media. It's the worst. But those tickets are 99% gone. There are two left. If you and one person want to come, go to Chip cheerfulearful.co.uk and buy those last two tickets unless they've already gone by the time we put this out it's currently saturday what are you doing seeing if they've gone oh how do i find it oh god my honeysuckle is so nice Da-da! Da-da! How do I find it? Oh my god, Ron, oh, they're probably hang on. still Wait, there. Wait, I clicked buy tickets. Yeah, two remaining. Two tickets left, right. But what I meant more was like, will they still be there when this has gone out? Because obviously this isn't going out for two days. Yeah. So, if they have gone and you do still want to see a live show this year, don't worry, because there's another live show on the 16th of September. We're part of the London Podcast Festival. Yeah. Which feels fancy. It's at King's Place, which is a really fun venue. We think it's fancy because the complete guide do it every year, so we feel like we've nah, made it. Nah, I've been there to do other things. I did a London Podcast Festival show last year for someone else, That's and it true. was just, it's like a cool, like, artsy building. Yeah. It's less pubby than a lot of stuff that I do we're artsy start don't put crud on the microphone you absolute crap heap um so 2pm on the 16th of September now listen it's an optimistically sized room no it's not it is we filled 50 in like a second yeah so why did we book a 200 seater for the other one because we have months yeah so please buy tickets and bring eight friends 
Um, and all come and see us live at the London Podcast Festival. We've put it at 2pm because we're really aware that both of our shows are London and I know that the whole world isn't in London. Hell, we don't live in London. Um, but that's just where venues have been offered to us. If these go well, we will think about trying to do them further around the country and stuff. Maybe a Bristol show, that would be nice. Maybe a Brighton show. Yeah, maybe a Brighton show. That would make sense. I live here. Um, uh, maybe we'll go as far north as Birmingham. I don't know. Let us know if you're listening in Birmingham. Have we got strong support in Birmingham? I think Kay is in Birmingham, one of the fab rats. Mabes. It feels like if we know our listeners all on the first name basis, we probably don't have enough listeners to do a national tour. to venues? <laughs> we'll come to your living room and do a show. We should do that as a Patreon level. No. If you give £100 a month, we'll come to your living no. room. No. <laughs> No, one doesn't want to do that. Anyway, for tickets to the London Podcast Festival, go to kingsplace.co.uk and please buy tickets. It will be so fun. We don't know quite what we're going to do, but there'll be a big whiteboard for the notepad. I was thinking, I didn't tell you this actually wrong, but I think I'm going to buy a big whiteboard and then I can make my notes on it. Okay, I was thinking about doing a PowerPoint. Ooh, can we do a practical? No. (laughs) Even if it's just something like a banana? <laughs> like you some, want to eat a banana? I don't know. I'll make a potato clock or something. A potato clock. A potato clock. Oh, where can I find a potato clock? Maybe I don't know. I haven't planned it. You're very apathetic today. No, I'm not. You are. I just like. Oh, oh yeah, cool. Make some vinegar and some piss or something. <laughs> make a fountain. Like, have you pissed yourself again? No. <laughs> um. <sighs> Yeah. We could make. You know, in American sitcoms, they're always trying to make volcano dioramas. Yeah. Should we make a volcano diorama? I don't think so. Okay. All right, then. Well, <laughs> listen, enjoy this episode. It's it's um, bioenergetics, energy changes, and um, plants having lunch. Oh, oh. Dum-dums. <laughs> it's not biology. It's not any of those things we just said it was. It's chemistry. Ron doesn't make very good notes. No, I don't. I wish you would. It would make my life so much easier if you just do it. I don't want to. <laughs> so listen, it, what is it? Energy changes. Energy changes. Chem, chem. Energy changes. Charles Bradley, very nice. Thank you. I was actually doing the Kelly and Ozzy Osbourne version. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's chemistry, so have at it. <laughs> um, but we do still talk about photosynthesis. Yeah. What? Your energy today is wildly off-putting. Oh, no! Oh, I should have eaten the snack before we started recording. I went and got it, but... And yeah. it's Twiglets, so that's not quiet. No. Goodness I've said me. it a lot of me out. Can you do a lot of talking up top? Also, look, I've got a massive bag of um, marshmallows. Eat those, maybe. They'll be soft, at least in the mouth. Yeah, that's true. Mm, mouth soft for your convenience. Okay, Laura. Ooh! Jesus. Whoa! It's the Wacky Ballistic Podcast, full of wacky new enterprises. Ooh, so different to the last episode. Yum! Oh my god, these smell so sweet. <clears throat> Listen to that, listener. Pretty good. Now, whack a twiglet into contrast. Oh, no. <laughs> mm. Hey, if you put a marshmallow on a twiglet, it looks like we're going camping and we're going to roast them. You, see, you hear that twiglet crunch in there? That's the difference. The twiglet represents the podcast we used to be. The marshmallow represents the podcast we are now. Everybody except you was fine with how the podcast was, Ron. And, like, it's the same. So <laughs> We're entering a new stage. No longer crunchy, bitter sticks. Now squashy, <laughs> high-energy niceness. Yeah. Okay. How are you, Ron? I'm still bad, but we're doing, we're doing, come on. This is our f- 
fifth record of the morning. <laughs> so, Laura, do you remember the last time we were doing chemistry, we kind of came to the end of a section, we did a bit of a wrap-up of the whole thing. It's that difficult bit where I didn't make any notes. I just wrote inert lead bromide. <laughs> Um, so I have no idea what we did. Wow. Okay, but that's fine because that's podcast 1.0. We're in podcast 2.0 mode right it's now. It's a new year. It's a new financial year for the podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Look, we're taking the anniversary from the chronological time because of Galileo. However. Copernicus. I don't like the pink ones of these marshmallows. They're too sweet. Um, however, um... Technically, this is a new year. This is like the April New Year. This is our new podcast year. It's like the tax yes. year. Yeah. Yes. Or, or the Chinese year. It's different. Yeah. Not necessarily um, worse. So it's a new thing. I'll be teaching Ron science this year. Mm. What if we just did the, the last year again? Oh, I loved the beginning. All that biology we did start with cells and atoms and stuff. Hmm. So what we're going to be talking about today is we're moving on to kind of a new subject within chemistry. I can't hear you over the swiglet crunching. Hang on. Twiglets are one of those crisps that even before you've licked your fingers for the first time, the dust really sticks to them. I think that's the oil. On my fingers or the twiglets? Both. <laughs> Whose grease makes it stick? Um, ugh. Okay. Sorry, Ron. Please continue with my best good wishes. So moving on to a new topic within chemistry, and we're going to be talking about energy changes, okay? Oh, haven't we just done all this in physics? No, that was talking about forces. That was energy. It's different, Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go with me on this. Papa's got some brand new chemistry. So, a fundamental part of. Hello? Where have you gone? I'm writing down. Can you not see me? <laughs> um, fundamental part Ron of. Ron likes to be able to see me all the time. Because well, he misses otherwise, his big sister. Otherwise, he misses I'm big sister. worried that you're like. Where's my sister? Stuck what in a beer ring under you. <laughs> Desk dying like a hedgehog in a ditch or something. <laughs> a fundamental part of science is fundamental. Oh <laughs> Rondamental. Rhonda, you just got rounded. You love new girl. Winnie the Bish. Come on, Ron. Hey, I know what'll cheer you up. Marshmallow to I. <laughs> oh, goodness me. So I take a picture? I guess. <laughs> you take one of your screen and I'll take one of my screen. I can't see very well. Did you take one? Yes. You didn't, did you? I did, I took a screenshot. No, I put sugar all over my glasses. It's a very screenshot has been really smart. Hmm. Trouble with me is I can never remember how to take a screenshot. Ugh. I wish I got a snack. <laughs> You've been mixing up twiglets and marshmallows. <laughs> A horrible combination. Yeah. Sticks and pillows. <laughs> so, Laura, can Cones I please, Laura, can I please get one <laughs> sentence into this? There's so much sugar on my glasses now, I can't see anything. Very important part of science is that energy can't be created or destroyed. Unless you're the sun. No. Why Why would the sun be outside the realms of science? 
Just thought it probably was. <laughs> it's the beginning of everything, isn't it? No, it's really not. Where's the sun gets energy from? Laura, this is the logic of like Neolithic <laughs> tribes people. We don't I think they were right. <laughs> if I had to worship anything, I'd worship the sun. No, you worship the moon, and that's weird enough. I don't worship the moon, I'm just buddies. <laughs> it's healthier than worship. No, not all... Our energy doesn't... Like, the energy was around before it was in the sun, and then it just radiates from the sun to us. Oh, OK. Energy. What's happening in the big old plasma ball of fire, then? Is that you trying to say sun in a smart way? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it's not a planet, is it? It's just a ball of fire. Um. So what's happening there is fusion. Is that not energy creation? I thought that's what like nuclear physics was. Well, split up an atom and then get some more energy out of it. But then you've kind of just answered your own question there, haven't you? Because the energy was in the atom. What was it doing in the atom? It was holding being, it together. It was I remember no, no, no. Now. It was being mass. Wow. E equals m c squared. Never heard of it. E energy equals m mass times the speed of light squared. The two are interchangeable. So when something like, um, yeah, a nuclear reactor goes off and one of these things changes, it's that energy that was mass that then is energy. It's weird, isn't it, that it's squared? It's so fast anyway, and then you've got to times it by itself. (laughs) (laughs) Know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. It should be just the speed of something else that is the speed of light squared. No, because nothing's faster than light. Well, how can you square it, then? Because it's a number. But what is it, then? It's the speed of light squared. Mm-hmm. Which isn't anything. It's a number. Yeah, but it's not a thing anymore. Not all numbers have to represent things. And that number okay. does represent something. It represents the speed of light squared. What they should call it is the speed of light there and back again. <laughs> Very nice. Um, Dirty yeah. little fingers. <laughs> so energy can't be created, can't be destroyed. All it can do is... It, it sounds like the beginning of a Marvel film, doesn't it? It can't be created and it can't be destroyed. But then in the last four minutes, one of the little... Iron fuck will like work out how to do it. Oh, there was a little pedal that you could push, and then you could. If we get as the long bad as we guy all believed. to swallow it, then mm. yeah. God, but we needed this innocent human to be involved. God, I hate sex all reasons. of those movies. I liked a few of them, and then they just got a little. There were just too many, and I couldn't concentrate anymore. Yeah. Yeah, them and these Disney live-action remakes. Yeah. What's the point? Money. Well, actually, to be fair, children love these live-action remakes. Children are fucking idiots, though. Yeah, but our parents thought that about us when we watched, like, new animation styles rather than all that Steamboat Willie stuff. (laughs) That is true. Yeah. Just what your eyes like adjusts, generationally, I think. Agony Dan's weird hatred of America... Yeah, he does hate them. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, America. (laughs) Anyway, so it can be changed. Uh, We've talked about energy. America? Energy. You'd hope. (laughs) They're quite set in their ways. Still on sentence number one. (laughs) Can't be created, can't be destroyed. It can be changed, it can enter a system, or it can leave a system. Okay? All right. Energy changes. Create, no. Destroy, you'd better not believe it. And then um, I'll draw a little system. Hello, the system. Energy can go in. 
and it can come out. Nailed it! Sentence nice. one in the book. Energy changes happen during chemical reactions. If you're gonna eat Twiglets, <laughs> eat them quickly. <laughs> was having a go at sucking it to see if it was quieter. <laughs> it was quieter, but then so were you. <laughs> Sometimes maybe I think we need a third host that one, of us, that one of us could talk to while the other one's just being a problem. That's why we need a producer character. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Tom's downstairs, you want me to go and get Tom? I think we should do an episode with Tom, but I think it should be Patreon content. Yeah, alright. Um, Actually, he was listening to an episode with me the other day, and um, he you said... the podcast. Yeah, I know, but we were doing something and I had to listen to it at the time. Um, and um, it's the only way I can come anymore when we listen to the podcast <laughs> while we bang. <laughs> That's what a really horrible, horrible idea that would be. Yeah, that's um. really just upset me, actually. <laughs> that's rank. Some of these marshmallows are coming back up. Um, no, what was I talking about? Um... You were listening to it with Tom. Yes, and you said in the episode, oh, we should do an episode where Tom does the quiz, having not done the lesson, and Tom was like, we should do that, and then listened to the quiz and went, to be fair, I wouldn't have got any of those right. So, bam, I'm smart. That's good. Um, energy changes during chemical reactions, okay? So um, if we... Th- hang on, let me write that down. I'm going to be so good on the notes today. Energy changes during chemical reactions. Okay. Energy changes happen it, it happen during, the, during a chemical reaction. Um, Adding the so, word happen. So let's take um, the reaction that we were talking about in the last episode, photosynthesis. As you said, CO2 plus water equals sugar and oxygen. Where's the energy come from? Um, the light. Yeah. So the light energy comes down, lands on the plant. Where is the energy uh. gone? Into breaking up the molecules. Has it? Why? Why that? <laughs> what? It's an it's an endothermic reaction. Remember, so it's taking energy in. <laughs> yes. So energy is not being spent to break something because then it was spent. But if you're using energy to break something, where's so the energy gone? Least hot now. Least hot now. No. Because yes. it's an endothermic reaction. The reaction yeah. is taking in energy. Yeah, it's getting hot. What is? The reaction. The leaf. But we're talking about the reaction. <laughs> CO2 plus yeah. water, light shines down, makes yeah. sugar and oxygen. Yeah. So we're, we've taken light energy. Mm-hmm. Some of that oh, is no, going to no, make no. the leaf hot. Ah, plants are always sunbathing. Not always. Sometimes it's dark. (laughs) The leaf is going to get hot. They're still there. There's just no sun. Yes, it's not sunbathing. (laughs) That's just being outside. You're right. A lot of plants (laughs) are outside. Well done. Now, the light comes down. It lands on the leaf. It does heat up the leaf, but photosynthesis is not heating up the leaf. Where is the energy going within that reaction? Think about the different types of energy that there are. So, yes, light is one of them. Heat is another one. It's not nuclear energy because plants aren't radioactive. We know this. Some are. It's not sound energy. Photosynthesis doesn't plants make do a make noise. Plants do make noises, though. Yes. Follow that thread. Chemical energy. Yeah. Because what is sugar? Baby, don't hurt me. No more. Um, it's carbon, hydrogen and oxygen. But what is sugar for? Why do plants make it? 
food? For? Themselves. Yeah. So, and what is food for? <laughs> Eating. Why? Why do you eat food? It's delicious. Would you like a marshmallow? No, why do you eat food? Why do plants make food? Hey, these are made of carbon, hydrogen and oxygen. Most things are. <clears throat> Laura, focus up. Stop violating that marshmallow with a glue spreader. <laughs> I love my glue spreaders. Why do plants like these plant, marshmallows though? Stop eating them then. Why do plants make sugar? For food. For energy storage. That is food. Yes, but I tried to fucking ask you why you eat food and you just went, well, because it's delicious. And then started <laughs> nibbling on a marshmallow. <laughs> you were given the opportunity and you didn't take it. There's twiglet dirt on my lips and it's coming off on the marshmallows. <laughs> You're a no, but a dirty marshmallow. <laughs> At least I'm happy. Where is the energy stored in the sugar? In the roots. I'm going to let you try again. Listen this time. <laughs> Flow them. Where? I said listen this time. <laughs> I've eaten too many marshmallows now. You can't contain me. Where is the energy stored in sugar? Does sugar have roots? Can you not Google this, please? I'm not Googling it. And what are you doing? I can hear you type. No, I wasn't typing. I was just rubbing the computer with the glue stick. (laughs) Answer the question. I'm thinking. Um, now, there's like three options. Or a mystery fourth option. Sugar, it's carbon, hydrogen and oxygen. So the obvious answer would be to say, it's in one of those. <laughs> but that doesn't feel right. I think it's probably in the bonds between them or something. It's like the holding... The mass! It's in the mass! Oh, you were so close. No, it's in the bonds. It's in the bonds. It's yeah. in the bonds. Fuck! I've pulled my head in Oh! Because think, think about this. It's in the bonds. Think about this. The bonds is what's different between the CO2 and the water when you the then bonds, turn it into sugar and oxygen. The atoms are all the same. Atoms are always never the same. Always. Are, though. So, energy is stored in chemical... Energy is stored in the chemical bonds. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. So He's so proud of me for almost getting that. When you break or create them, energy is either released or stored in them, okay? Yes. Yeah, okay. Like nuclear energy. No, because that's in the nucleus, not in when the bond. break it. Okay. Um, so, for example... Um, the more bonds that you break, or the more bonds that you have to break... Like Dog the Bounty Hunter. Uh, the more energy can be released during the chemical reaction. You're so hyperactive right now. <laughs> I've eaten so many marshmallows. You shouldn't have had Twiglets and marshmallows for breakfast. I needed a snack, though. Um, they were left over from my Eurovision party last night. So a lot of explosives um, contain molecules that have a triple bond in them. So TNT, trinitrotoluene, it has a triple bond in it. So there's three... Trippy dub dub. There's three covalent bonds between two atoms in there. Why do you think that would make that a good explosive? Because covalent is an easier one to break up than ionic. That's untrue. Uh, oh. That's the opposite, actually. <laughs> I thought Ionic was the strongest. Nope. Oh, fuck. Okay. Because it's difficult to break it up. 
Which means it's holding on tighter, says so more energy. And, and there's lots of bonds. Yeah, there's three bonds. Yeah, simple as that. So it's a very dense way, like, there's a lot of energy. Oh, it's very dense. Hello, I'm dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the one to get in the castle. I help you blow it up. When you ex- explode the dynamite, do I do my job now? That is the energy of Look all at of the these fire bonds. coming towards me. Oh, do, 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 do. All of these bonds breaking. Big bang me. Ron, just play, play. Don't fight the playing. Come on, let's do a bit where some soldiers are playing with dynamite. Okay. Um, <laughs> hi. Um, <laughs> sorry, the war's still going on. <laughs> We've got That's okay. Really, when the war ends, I'm out of a job. Even my dad didn't even like me. Uh, that's a that's a that's a Nobel um, Peace Prize man. Um, joke. Yes, and I <laughs> hope you find some peace with that later on. Oh, I'm in dynamite therapy. Who is your dad, though? That's ringing no bell for me. Oh, that's very good. Da-da. <laughs> Stop, Michael Scarn. <laughs> Do you think technically then Dynamite's surname is Nobel? No, that's not how any and of these Dynamite things Nobel. work. You don't watch your television Logie Baird. I do. <laughs> we should. I'm on my telephone, Graham Bell. <laughs> you know, AT&T, the, the company in America. Yes. That's the company Alexander Graham Bell founded. Really? Yeah, just still going, cracking on. Huh. Right, next up, Laura. Um, yeah. Thanks for the improv that really did lift my spirit. Um, but you are cheerier now, look. Yes, and we've only got a couple of things left to go through. Ron! What? Be happy to be with me. <laughs> it's our fifth record. But it's the main portion. <laughs> yeah, I know. Maybe we need to do two records a week so that you're less despondent by the time we get to the main bit. No, we'll just record the podcast more when my life's not falling apart. I thought you'd glued it back together yesterday. It's a tricky thing. Ron, it's always going to be falling apart to some respect, okay? And you just have to learn to podcast through it. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Look... The next bit, endothermic and exothermic. Hey, in like two weeks you'll be in my house. Yes. Ah? Uh? You could really help me right now by just letting me finish a sentence and then talking. Okay, I'm going to put on mute and finish my twiglets. <laughs> oh, I just spat twiglets all over the pop shield. Okay, have a good time, Ron. I'll see you in a bit. Um, so... I, I, this didn't. This shouldn't have happened now because this is an easy bit that um, we've talked about before. But she actually has muted and is just eating twiglets on her own. She looks confused though. <laughs> kind of, oh, that's a lot of twiglets at once. <laughs> um, so it's just exothermic and endothermic reactions. We've covered this before during the photosynthesis stuff. Do you know what the difference between them is? Um, I think that exothermic is when the energy comes out and endothermic is when energy goes in. Yeah, yeah, that's actually right. What form of energy comes out and in during these things? Um, thermic kind of sounds like thermometer and there's one of those in my kitchen, so I'm going to say heat. Yeah, that's right, actually. So exothermic energy is coming out of the molecules in the form of heat endothermic energy is going in it makes the surroundings seem colder can you lauren now that you're actually back and about to unmute can you think of any examples of exothermic reactions fire yeah combustion's a really easy one you're burning it the energy comes out things get hotter any others that you can think of friction not a chemical reaction oh um Put magnesium in water. I don't think wet magnesium is a thing. <laughs> Do you mean potassium? Wait, wait. Yeah, that, 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 that's one as well, yeah. Then other one, have you ever had one of those little hand warmers that when you click the little metal bit, then they get hot? 
Yes. Yeah. Now, trickier, can you think of any endothermic reactions apart from photosynthesis? No. No. Um, the only one that they really give in the syllabus is um, uh, like self-chilling uh, like ice packs that you see in sport sometimes. I don't know what you're talking about. It's just a bag that gets colder, basically. So. And where's the heat going? How is that endothermic? You tell where's me. The where's heat? the Where's the energy if going? Thing feels where's, colder. Yeah. Where's the energy going? Where does it go in photosynthesis? <laughs> what a time to do maybe your word. You're being so smart. Um, goes into sugar. So where do you think the energy goes in that reaction? Into the bonds. Into whatever the product of that reaction is, yeah. Into the yeah. bonds, yeah. Stops being heat altogether. Stops being heat. The energy changes. Smashing. Yeah. That's wild. Back to the title of the section. <laughs> energy changes. <clears throat> changes yeah. a verb and changes a noun. Ron, you're getting a little bit big for your science boots. Just stop it. <laughs> no, I just wanted you to think it through because now you've worked it out for yourself and it will stick better. Yes, and use a nicer tone. I'm being calm. Yes, and I don't really enjoy calm people. They're boring. Okay. Last thing that we're going to cover today, Laura. Yes, and? How long have we been recording? 29 minutes. Not long. Um, Last thing we'll cover today is reaction profiles. So, why... That's like a dating profile, but for when you're trying to book extras for your movie. (laughs) What reactions can you do? Well, Iron Fuck is coming in to save the day. Can you look surprised? Wah! You've got the job, kid. Can you please, on your paper, draw axes of a little graph that we're going to do? We're going to do something. it going it should just be two lines you know what a graph is yeah but look i've drawn a graph holding an axe (laughs) yeah because you said axes of a little graph so i drew a graph holding an axe I should have done two, really, because of the plural, but I didn't have time. You started to ask what was happening. (laughs) Very good. Very good. That's why they pay you the silly money. Um, Can you draw the... That's why I've never shared any of our Patreon winnings with you. (laughs) Can you draw the axes, please? (laughs) Of a graph. Okay. Done it. Show me. Nice. Okay. So, um, the... Did you like the glittery purple I chose? Yes. The y-axis is going to be energy level of the um, of the, the things in a reaction. Okay? Okay. And the x-axis is just going to be time. Time. Time as the reaction happens, okay? Okay. So... Could you, on your graph, draw on the left-hand side, at the beginning of the reaction, you know, while time is lower, um, the a line that represents the energy level of an exothermic reaction at the start of the reaction, and then on the right-hand side of the graph, a line that represents the energy level of all of the stuff after the exothermic reaction has happened? 
No, what are you talking about? So the y-axis is energy level of the things that we're reacting, okay? Yeah. So could you mark on your graph the energy level of things before and after an exothermic reaction? What type? What happens? I'm thinking. <clears throat> Exothermic gives away energy, so it's going to start high and go low. Yep. So I've done up at the top of the y-axis, down at the bottom of the time axis. Cool. Yeah. No. Really good. Could you? From both of those, from the one on the left going right, draw a bit of uh, a line, just a horizontal line, and then do the same from the other one going the other way. But don't meet them in the middle. Leave a gap. Too late. Show me. That's not a horizontal line, is it, Laura? What do you mean horizontal line? That's... You've... you've You've connected Drawing them. the two crosses. Okay, try again. Draw horizontal <laughs> lines coming out of each of them. No, that's that's not how graphs work. And where do you want them to stop? Just, I don't want them to meet in the middle, but they don't have to be... But they're at the other ends of the graph. How are they? They're never going to meet. I don't want both lines to go to the middle, just so that there's a gap in, in between them, okay? Like that. Perfect. Awesome. Okay, so remember our classic example of an exothermic reaction was um, uh, was combustion. I'm tired now. That's because you're crashing off all of the, <laughs> the marshmallows and twiglets. Remember yeah. combustion. How do you set fire to something? Matches. Yeah. So you need a bit of energy to get it started, right? Let's get it started, huh? Right? Mm-hmm. This is what we call the activation energy of an, um, of a reaction. So what I want you to do with your um, uh, graph is draw a bump in between them that then connects the two lines, okay? What? Draw a line between them that goes up for a bit in the middle. Just like a bump. all together or just another little trudge? Connect the two, but like a bump, like it's a hill. It goes up in the middle. Yeah, all right. Show me. <laughs> You've not connected the two and there's no bump. There is a bump! Going up. You've not connected the two. Oh, so you want that line to go all the way? But I want it to go up from the top one, like a bump. What do you mean up from the top one? Off the graph? Yes, I didn't ask you to draw that at the top of the graph. <laughs> like that? So, what this is telling us is that when these reactions happen, um, you basically... Hang on, let me send you this. So, if we're following it from left to right over the passage of time, our reactants for the reaction are just sitting there. They're at their high energy point. They're waiting. Then, we throw a match on our reactants, that gives them the activation energy. The energy of the whole system is higher for a bit, but then because it's an exothermic reaction, they then release a bunch of energy, and that's why the energy level is then lower on the right-hand side. Mm. You get it? Yeah. So can you do the same for me, please, but for an endothermic reaction?
Okay. Why has it gone down? <laughs> because it's the opposite of the other one. But it still has an activation energy, so the, the, the activation energy bump needs to still be higher than the end product. the left a little bit no because you've not done a bump that is higher than the I don't know how to do a bump on a thing that's just going up anyway go too high and then come back down you clown why would it come back down because there's an activation energy that you need to put in and then it falls back down to the end product happy now I can't oh, see it. So where, many where is it? It's here in a really <laughs> weird orange colour. Well, no, because it's the bump that you've just done... Trust me. The bump just that you've done is not higher me. than the end product. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Don't get shitty with me because you have done it wrong. Oh, I can't listen anymore because I'm tired. Yes, that's, okay. that's close enough. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, Which was the other one that's right? I'm just going to circle the two that are right. <laughs> the, the other one that was an exothermic reaction. That's endo. And that's exo. No. That's exo. Okay. So, what this means... Um, I'm already dreading writing the alt text for these notes. <laughs> Um, so the activation energy is often um, inputted into the system via heat, yeah? Mm -hmm. So if you think about cooking... Um, so, for example, like... Flambe. Let's... Okay, so here's one. So dissolving something... Dissolving something is a chemical reaction, right? In solution... So if you put sugar in cold water, it doesn't dissolve as quickly as it does in hot water, does it? Say that again. If you put if sugar, I put sugar, in, sugar cold in a water, cooking, cooking water, cold, in cold, cold, water, cold water, it doesn't dissolve as quickly as it does in hot water, does it? No, because of entropy. Because of activation energy and all of the shit that we're discussing right now. Right now, we're discussing it, yes, and... I agree. But it does eventually... <laughs> it does eventually dissolve, doesn't it? You could get it to dissolve. Yeah, stir it, Una. Yeah. So that's an example of where the activation energy is lower. Stirring. No, lower. it's heat. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> you have to stop chiming in when you have nothing to add. <laughs> Say anything. <laughs> no, jokes, jokes and fun things when I'm done with a sentence. <laughs> okay? Jokes and fun things when I'm done with a sentence. The spin off podcast from Ron. <laughs> <laughs> the activation energy is still lower than the energy in the system. But if we then heat up the water, there is more energy, so it's more likely that the sugar at any one point is going to be above that activation energy. However, there are some things where the activation energy is just not high enough at, let's say, room temperature. So if you had, like, a chicken breast that you wanted to eat, no matter how long you leave that out on the counter, it's not going to cook because the activation energy taken, that it would take to cook that thing is just too high. But if you then apply a bunch of heat, it cooks quickly because you've gone above the activation energy of the chemical reactions that need to take place. Understand? Where did I, where did I lose you? This isn't science. Just put chicken on a worktop doesn't work. That's not science. But you understand that I have explained why. Because <laughs> you aren't cooking it. Yes, but do you not understand the difference between the two examples that I gave, where one happens? What was the first one? I wasn't listening. The sugar dissolving in yeah, the sugar dissolving in the water. 
stirring. It's not about fucking stirring. (laughs) (laughs) Just put, yeah, heat a chicken and it cooks. Activation heat. But do you understand the difference between the two examples that I've explained? No, no, they're very different. Sugar will dissolve in cold water. Okay. Yeah. But it dissolves quicker at higher temperatures. Yeah. Because the activation energy taken to dissolve sugar is lower than water at room temperatures energy levels. Okay? Okay. The difference between that and cooking a chicken... Please, can you use the chicken sound effect for all of this I won't. I'm going to play, like... Flight of the Valkyries or something in the background. <laughs> Just real doom and gloom music. Why? Isn't that Cooking episode? a chicken, the activation energy, it won't or just happen slowly because the activation energy is too high for room temperature. Chicken's got high standards. You understand? Yes. Okay, cool. That's everything we need to run through today. Cool. Should we do another episode? We've got time. No, I want to punch. (laughs) (laughs) Just punch. I I need to punch. When you come to my house, we can do some boxing if you like. I no. Ninety patrons will do box along with Ron and Laura. Maybe, maybe we will. All right. Bye, Ron. Bye. Hang on, let me get the notebook. What's that? Yep. Oh. We should post the notes from the cook along at some point. Yeah. Same room quiz. Actually, I think the notes from the cook along are mainly unreadable. Yeah, that's just my handwriting, though. But the note just says hummus satsiki flatbread. Yeah, that was the order of which we cooked things. You see these numbers? Yeah. Yeah. So we did that first, then we did that, then we did that. Ron and I have started playing a new video game where we cook together. It's not overcooked. It's Cook, Serve, Delicious 3. And I have complete screen illiteracy for being able to read what the game wants from me. Yeah. You um, really just can't tell what's happening. No. (laughs) Bad at it. Anyway, episode... Oh, the page is stuck together with a big wadge of blue tack. Wow. Oh, we did graphs. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, Energy changes, is it? Yeah. Um, so Create no, destroy no. Five marks available. Okay. There's an axe here. What is this? Uh, It's been a long time since we recorded. A long time. Almost a month, right? We've had some stuff going on. Mainly, child of the podcast. You ready? Yes? Question mark. In which type of reaction is energy destroyed? None. Energy can't be destroyed. Well done. Yes. Create Fundamental. no, destroy no. Is that what that means? <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> can't make it, can't live without it. What, Laura, is an endothermic reaction? Endothermic is like an enderman. It takes you in, it kills you, you take in heat. Sure. <laughs> um, that is, I guess, correct. Give me an example of an endothermic reaction. Ice. Ice is frozen water. Yep. yep. Takes in heat, becomes water. Changes state. A reaction? What's the reaction? Melting. That's not a reaction. That's no. that's a state change. State change. You're close. Close. Good try. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> hmm. I don't know then. You think of any reactions? You've not said one. I don't, I don't really know what a reaction is. Multiple chemicals coming together. Um, sugar sugar good try again that's a chemical (laughs) yep hydro what reaction (laughs) makes sugar glucose 
That's another word for sugar. <laughs> electrolysis? What's electrolysis? It's the sticks. Is, is that a reaction? Yes. <laughs> to electrons and positrons. Pos- what are they called? Protons. Protons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very tired. What reaction makes sugar? <laughs> Where does sugar come from? Plants. Yeah. The does... sun. Hydromitosis. What's it called? Chronoclong. <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> yeah. Crimo. <laughs> What's it called in the leaves? Chlormo. Chlorm. <laughs> Chlormoclong. Clim. Chlorim. <laughs> Chloromorm. Chloroform. Chlorophorm. Chlora, chlorob, what's it called? Photosynthesis. That's it, yeah. yeah. What am I thinking of? You're thinking of chlorophyll and chloroplast. Photosynthesis. Is that endothermic? Well, what, how does, how does photosynthesis work? Light goes in, sugar comes out. And what is light? Don't hurt me. Uh, energy. Yeah, so it's taking endothermic. Any- yeah, you're getting no marks. I am. A blanket rule for the podcast moving forwards: if you say "clom clom" <laughs> um, before you answer the question, you get nothing. I'm very tired. Yes. Um. And my eyes are so itchy because of pollen. Stop itching them. No, how is that going to help? Just. You just don't want me to itch them. Flex it out. <laughs> You're so stupid. Um, Laura, for the next one, um, what are the axes of a reaction profile? X and Y. Roll my eyes. (laughs) Quite sassily. Energy and time? And just energy in general. Energy Energy level of stuff in a reaction. Why wouldn't you read the whole sentence? Because it didn't feel sciencey what I've written, so I thought I'd maybe clarified for myself, but that that wasn't the science answer. Energy level of stuff in a reaction. That's basically it. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yes. Um, I've also written time like the herb. Okay, now you have to close your book. Nah. Well, actually, no, you need the book on another page. I don't want to draw any more graphs. You have to draw a graph. Ron. I'll select this unbanterous black gel pen. Ron. Please, without looking, draw the reaction profile of an exothermic reaction. Oh, I don't know or care. Think it through. I did. Okay, talk it's me It's hammering it. along down here, having a party being itself. Then it takes in lots of energy. Then it has its that, and then the energy goes ooh, goes away. So when you burn something, do you think it takes in a lot of energy in yes. the middle? All right, I'm just going to say zero marks. Fine, I don't care. I just wanted to be over. <laughs> okay, end of the quiz, buddy. <laughs> yeah, because that's what's happening. You start a fire, and then the fire gets to be too much for the wood, and it can't hold anymore, and it burns, isn't it? No, so there's lots oh, of energy. we covered what fire was. There's lots of energy in the wood, and that just gets released. Um, but you're getting no marks, and I don't want to teach you this again, so this is the quiz. You, you fail. I don't fail, because I tried hard, and you can't fail if you try hard. You You've can. not seen Mighty Ducks? Story of my life. Trying hard and failing. You haven't failed at anything, ever. Mm. (laughs) Life's a pit. (laughs) That no one asked for. That's a dated reference by the (laughs) Genesis. There you go, Ron. That was a you edit. Mm-hmm. I was 28 minutes in before I had to add a third track to put any extra noises in. It's so sad because the, I think the sound effects are what really make us stand apart. Everybody's doing sibling GCSE science podcasts, but they're not doing them with sound effects. Yeah, no podcasts really use sound effects. <laughs> yeah, it's And the ones niche. that used to stopped. 
What ones used to? Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. There used to be sound effects Did all there? the way through them and then he stopped because it's quite annoying. Well, it is on his because his has content. Ours is lacking in content, so... Yeah, but we're not radio shock jocks. We could be! Yeah, but then someone has to put us on the radio and pay us for the shit. You could be Ronnie Big Honks and I'll be, um... The Lump Dump Star. <laughs> Yeah. Um, right, last week the episode was called Music to My Anus. <laughs> um, I can't remember why. <laughs> Regret that title. It's not I had good listens. Yeah, that's done all right. Not compared to other episodes. Yeah, it's bang on average. It's fine. Um, if that doesn't reel you in, I don't think any... Right, okay, well, let us know. Would a, a different one of these titles have lured you in quicker than music to my anus? Um, other options were standing in the kitchen like an absolute creep. My tongue was nowhere near it. Just a short, beautiful woman hanging out with her brother for likes. New pastures green. Electric chimps. The uncle of the lady. <laughs> Leopards and stuff. Jungle science. The bang. Bing bang done. They don't even know that they're weird. Pitch a new quiche to me. The devil is the salt. Cool holiday oranges. Or mark pudding. I liked bing bang done. I like um, cool holiday oranges and mark pudding. Mark pudding pudding was a good bit, huh? (laughs) I don't remember it. You didn't listen to last week's episode. No. I was eating my marks. God, I'm not well. Anyway, um, have a lovely week, everyone. Please don't forget to buy a paperback copy of Pivot. Um, that is available wherever you get your books. That's my novel. I wrote it. It's really fun. And actually, last night driving home from my gig, I was thinking about a plot for the sequel. So if you could buy Basketball? the... Basketball? No, still netball. But they know how to play netball now. It ends when they win the Nationals. You haven't even read the book. I read the first half. Have you even read Klopp, actually? Yes? No, I listened to the audiobook. Okay. You told me I didn't have to read Pivot. <laughs> I, d- I think if you hadn't read any of it, it would be better than you having read half and then just not, and then told me about it. <laughs> on air. <laughs> it is good, though. <laughs> it's to tell you why I didn't finish reading it. It's, I hate reading hardbacks. It's out of paperback now. There's like 50 in this house. Yeah, that was a fucking segue, wasn't it, to get back to talking about it? <laughs> I'm too angry. So anyway, read that. Get tickets <laughs> to the live shows. Don't ever read any book that Ron reads. Read half and then just tear the back half of the book and throw it in the bin. I'm never going to write a book. You might write a book of musical song notes. What are they called? Librariums. Librettos? Librettos. Don't just stare at me! Say something! Oh, fuck you then. Right. We've had loads of new patrons in the last month. You're so gross. Because you've been insulting my book and my baby. And you've been insulting my dog all week. I love the dog now. Today you were eating your lunch and you said, can all the small things in your house please get away from me? I'm being swarmed. Actually, I said, can all the small things in your house please fuck off? I'm being swarmed. Well, yeah... Well, your little shit-mouthed daughter's coming over. And she's well, like, that's because... Oh, can I have some potato? And it's like, no, go eat your own lunch, you freeloading bitch. <laughs> and then the dog was coming over, rolling a ball into my feet, well, and, like, and uh, honking for scraps underneath me. Actually, last night when she was rolling the ball at you, your complaint was her wet little snout keeps touching my toes. And it did. <laughs> you are horrid. Thank you for becoming a patron, everyone. Um, we're really grateful... Um, we are. We're. We. We've just passed eighty patrons, so we're only about twenty patrons of doubling the extras that we put out every month. So at the moment, we're doing a monthly extra plus all the weird stuff that Ron keeps promising. Um, so which? No, shut up. We're, we're not just, doing it. Why not? So when we get to when we get to when we get to a hundred patrons, fuck! This is such busy air. It could have been more alive. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Please go to patreon.com forward slash Lex Education. Give us £3 a month. And when we hit 100 boom, two lecture-curricular activities every month. And we've just hit 80, which means we're going to do an episode on books. Books, the episode, the only episode we're going to do about books. Is this an homage to Tim and Tom or just a total rip-off? What, what are we going for here? It's a reference. Okay, is anybody... That's a patron of ours, also a patron of Tim and Tom. I'd be fascinated to know the crossover. 
Let us know. Um, I don't understand why you're so against this as an idea. I'm not. I just wish you'd stop promising things that I then but have I've to follow up on. I've already promised this. Right, now stop. Nothing for 90, <laughs> okay? There's a promise set in stone at 100. Shut up. Okay? Don't promise anything for 90. Do you remember all that fucking cooking we did? Yeah. For why? <laughs> Cook long. God, I hate you. And these things got us lots of sign-ups. <sighs> The Dara episode's out in two weeks. That's going to be good. Don't do silent mugging. (laughs) Silent mugging? Yeah, mugging. Pulling faces. Um, yeah. Not like beating up old ladies. (laughs) Real quiet. (laughs) Sack full of feathers. Right, come on, this is long now. Do the register. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the patron register for this week. A first Massive thanks to Matt N. What does the N stand for, Laura? North. Matt North. Is it North? I don't know. Who is that? I don't know. I'm trying not to know all of our fans (laughs) intimately. It's weird. Matt, write in. Let us know. Where do you live? Where do you come from, Matt? (laughs) Weary director of Laura and Ron's improv troupe, he has no idea how to deal with the mix of lack of attention span and lack of interest. It's a problem. Uh, big thank you to Christian Chadwick. The C stands for Chadwick. <laughs> Christian Chadwick. And the first C stands for Christian. Christian is Laura's. <laughs> He's my hypnotist. Puts me in a trance before and after every episode so that none of the information ever sinks in. And finally, a lovely thank you to Eleanor Robson. Um. <laughs> is that a, a role or a species? Chromoclon? <laughs> I couldn't remember the word. Photosynthesis. <laughs> you need to do two class dismissed this week, one for last week. No, I think everyone needs to um, be okay with things not going exactly the way that they expect. No, I think if you build your podcast around a formula, you need to do the formula. I don't think so. Say it. I'll say it this way. I'm not saying it twice. I'll let it in twice, so it'll sound like you did. I'm going to say it weirdly <laughs> so that people will know if it's the same one twice. No, I just... Oh, why, dismissed. Why did you say that twice, Ron? <laughs> I think it's going to have me squawking over the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do a clean one? No, I already <laughs> said it. I t- no, because that's just you tricking me into saying it twice. <gasps> Tricko! You're not so tricko. I'm not tricko at all. I've got my heart on my sleeve. Well, I'm wearing a vest, so that's on my shoulders. Is that sleeves? No. Straps. Straps. No sleeves. Wow. 90 patrons, fashion episode. No! Uh, <laughs> what the fuck would we talk about fashion? I don't know. Fashion. <laughs>